Welcome to the Living and Thriving with a Chronic Illness podcast. You'll be joining Smiling Sonia on her daily morning walk. She shares information and personal insights into her own journey managing flare-ups of her condition, Molloray's meningitis. Smiling Sonia here. Yes, it's the evening. <laughs> I, I had to pause, well, delete and start again because I, I started with good morning. <laughs> but it's good evening. Smiling Sonia here. It's Monday, the 5th of October 2020. I am out walking, but not at my usual time. Today I'm going to be talking about alcohol, so I'll just throw that in there, alcohol, and there's a reason why I've chosen that subject today. Before, but just just to let you know (laughs) why there's been a change to my my routine today. I woke up this morning later (laughs) than usual. I woke up, it was around seven, quarter past seven, and I think as I've been noticing more recently that my, my, there's a feeling in my body and I'm wanting to, to kind of go with it. And in the past, I would have pushed myself to get out of bed because I've got this morning routine looked at the clock and thought right I'm going to get out of there get that walk in even if it meant I was having to rush and I really don't want to do that I really want there to be calm in the morning and I I want to be listening feeling what my body needs now over the weekend I was in my head thinking about starting my workouts again so I do my strength training so I love using weights I love lifting weights and doing strength training so it was my plan to start that this week today and so in my head I had decided that I would do my walk in the morning which is what I was doing before and after work I'd do my workout and then have something to eat. Now, I, sort of try, I think that's a few weeks ago, I have attempted to do this, but it's just, I've just not had the energy. So this morning when I decided I wasn't going to go for my walk this morning, but that I would delay it until lunchtime, that was the plan, I thought, ah, I could do a workout instead. 15 minutes, I'm going to start with just 15 minutes, focusing on one body part. I thought, yay, I can do that. It's in in the house. I've got my stuff here. I don't have to go out. (laughs) And so I did did a workout this morning. I put my timer on to make sure I didn't go beyond 15 minutes. 15 minutes to thrive. (laughs) 
think I'll be on 15 minutes. I just focus on one body part, my chest. So I have to do two exercises. And I had a five minute warm up and I actually jogged on the spot. I used to hate jogging on the spot. I was jogging on the spot this morning and it felt so different. And I felt so much lighter. And I was thinking, hmm, I probably didn't like jogging on the spot when I was nine stones heavier than I am now. <laughs> so I did that this morning. And so it was a gentle, well, you might, might not think that doing a workout is gentle, but it felt like a gentle start to the morning. No rushing my workout in. I had what I would consider a healthy breakfast and that was eggs, spinach and mushrooms. Yay! Just before I came out, I had a letter to post by the way, just before I came out, so I, ended, uh, I worked a full day really I could have carried on working. I could have, for coming up to 4.30, I could have carried on working. Not because I had the energy to, but because I was enjoying what I was doing. But I had reached my limit. I was engaged in a piece of work that I haven't done for months. And that is reading through a report quality assurance, giving feedback. I love, and I was talking to a colleague and I said, an opportunity, I love any opportunity to share my knowledge. I love it. But that's the work that I struggle with because it takes, it's that brain energy. <laughs> and I was doing that piece of work and wanted to be engaged in it longer than I was but I knew that I couldn't I just I didn't I'd reached my limit so I stopped you had a letter to post ah I'm coming out for a walk because I hadn't gone out at lunchtime I thought yes this is when I can do my walk getting myself together what am I going to talk about today I couldn't remember. I could not remember what I planned to talk about today. And I knew that I had something planned. I knew. I didn't force it. I just, getting my stuff together, my earphones, my coat, tissue for blowing my nose, my keys. And then I remembered alcohol. And the reason I chose alcohol today, I can't even remember if I have spoken about alcohol before since the, my latest flare up. I know that I've spoken about it in my audio journal over the last year because it's quite a significant thing. 
So I thought, yes, alcohol. Now, the reason alcohol <laughs> subject today is that yesterday I cooked a fandabby dozy meal. Oh my gosh, it was so delicious. <laughs> my son uh, cooked some for me and my son, and it was, oh my gosh, it was so comforting. Uh, Caribbean dish. But with tofu, it's, I've, I've kind of tweaked a recipe. Recipe that I did last week. I think I might have talked about it. Using jackfruit. But jackfruit's not my thing, really. But the sauce that it was in was lovely. And so I just recreated the recipe. But swapped in, replaced the jackfruit with tofu. And I make the tofu in a certain way so it doesn't fall apart in the dish. And it was, oh my gosh, it was lovely. It was lovely. And I remember, I have been having this feeling about having some alcohol. I haven't drunk any alcohol since my birthday back in January. So, yeah, 10 months ago. Uh, and there have been times when I've felt like, you know, I'll have something, but I just, I just haven't. And on my weight loss journey, I just felt that alcohol was wasted calories, really. But anyway, so I've been having this feeling about having some alcohol, but I haven't. And I thought, well, actually, I'll have some yesterday. And I, I looked and I had crabbies. So I love ginger beer. <laughs> my, what I do, uh, my drink is pear cider and um, alcoholic ginger beer. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Don't really go much past that. And and if I do, I just have half a glass. So one of those small bottles, half of those bottles is what I have. So I had two bottles. I gave one to my son, and I poured half. So just a very small glass, really, of uh, Krabby's ginger beer which was actually delicious, cold and delicious. So I had that with my meal. During the night, I felt as if I was, gonna, I was having a sore throat. And I thought, ooh, ooh, I don't want a sore throat. Oh. So when I sort of awoke during the night, various times I really had that feeling in my throat and I said you know why have I got a sore throat and then I remembered ah I have this thing I have this thing that when I drink alcohol I get a sore throat and I found that out you know I remember saying it to my ex and well, no, you know, that doesn't cause you a sore throat. But I know that I get a sore throat. And so I've completely forgotten. I haven't thought about it. And yet, I haven't woken up with a sore throat, by the way. My throat is all right. But any time I have felt under the weather and not too well and I've drunk alcohol, I get ill. <laughs> I do feel ill. So that's one of the reasons I've actually stayed away from alcohol, I think, as well. 
And since being diagnosed with Mollerase meningitis, my feeling is that it's best for me to stay clear of alcohol, especially as, you know, if you get drink too much and you get drunk, what's it? it affects your head, doesn't it? You're hungover, it affects your head. And I've just thought, I don't want to take the risk. And I have this view as well, whether it's true, I don't know, but I have this view that, uh, you know, drinking alcohol does nothing for your immune system. And I feel that I need to, to keep my immune system strong. And uh, I think alcohol will just compromise it. And I, and I suspect as well, I mean, people who do have, you know, other chronic diseases, you know, alcohol may be one of those vices, one of those things that you have to think about whether or not you can enjoy it. And I, I know for definite that uh, my illness or my symptoms, I believe my symptoms are aggravated when I, when I drink alcohol. So I steer away. But every now and again, I will have a little drink. And <laughs> what happens is, what happened this morning, I'll think, hmm... Okay, I uh, felt it in my throat last night. I've got half a bottle left. I'm not going to drink it. I shall give it to my son. <laughs> you can have it. And that, that's, that's how I am. Probably at Christmas, I'll, I'll have another go at it <laughs> and have a, a small drink. I've actually, I've actually got a, a little bottle of pear cider westerns. So I'm quite picky. If I'm going to have a drink or something, I don't drink for the sake of drinking. I have, it's got to taste nice. You know, I, I can't be knocking back stuff because I want to get drunk or whatever. If I don't like it, don't want to drink it. <laughs> so, and pear cider, I love at Weston's pear cider. I've got one bottle, so I'm saving that until Christmas. So, I mean, that's what I wanted to share, really, that in terms of my health, you know, that's one reason why, you know, alcohol doesn't really play a part in my life. There's another reason as well, and that is alcohol is expensive. <laughs> it costs money. And as I was thinking about it this morning, I remember... Uh, you know, times in my life when money's been really short. I mean, really short when I was younger, and a single parent. And and I've have drunk in the past, obviously, you know. But whenever I didn't have much money, the first thing that I stopped buying was alcohol. You know, I buy alcohol, you know, got nappies to buy for my daughter, whatever. I would always make sure that I covered other things before I would buy alcohol. 
what's here's an interesting thing. When I was a student, I got a credit card and I vowed that I would never use my credit card. I would never use my credit card because I didn't want to get into debt. Mm, famous last words. I was going out with a woman back then, my early 20s, and we were going to be having Christmas for the very first time, so we'd be t- it was our first Christmas. She knew I had a credit card, and I think this must have been, would have been my first Christmas away from home, okay, so I'd left home by then. First Christmas, we're not living at home with our parents. And uh, she said, we need to buy alcohol. And neither, I was a student at the time, <laughs> and she had a, very, a little part-time job. So we didn't have any extra cash. I did not want to use my credit card. And she said, oh, you know, use a credit card. I didn't want to use a credit card. She said, look, I promise, I promise I'll pay you back. So, you know, just use your credit card and we'll get some. Because we have to have alcohol. You can't have Christmas without alcohol. I would have been quite okay, (laughs) to tell you the truth. And I guess that's why I'm quite okay these days. But I gave in. I gave in to the pressure. And and that was the start. (laughs) So once, once, because of course spent some money on alcohol. Looking back then, it wasn't a great deal, but at that time, it would have been. Uh, I think we split up <laughs> before the bill was paid off, so I ended up paying paying for it in the end. But I think it's, it's always been my way or my thoughts that when money's short, and this is me, that alcohol's the last thing I'll be thinking of buying. You know, I'd rather make, I want to make sure my bills are paid, food's on the table, before I consider that. That was quite interesting. So for me, I'm thinking about, you know, financial security, which is my focus, and over the last couple of years, in sort of, you know, spending within my means, not buying alcohol has definitely saved me a lot of money. <laughs> definitely saved me a lot of money. And since being single, <laughs> it saved me lots of money. <laughs> I don't buy alcohol at all. So uh, I have, do have some alcohol in the house. And that's mainly come from when, my birthday uh, two years ago. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so that tells you something. Yeah, so I mean, we're all different, aren't we? And at the end of the day, it's it's about inte- being intentional about our spending. Gosh, it's very, very muddy. It's doing lots of rain. I've got my walking boots on, but I still have to be very careful. I do not want to fall. So at least... It's an audio, I can look where I'm going. I'm not 
filming myself. I'm stepping very carefully, very intentionally. I, I think our luxuries, whatever, I'm quite happy to to live quite frugally on a day-to-day -day basis and have my emergency fund, I have my sinking funds for paying for repairs, etc. But I know that if I do want to buy something, you know, uh, treat myself to something, I can. I can. <laughs> you know, and... Uh, and I think that's one of the things about being financially secure, being financially independent. And I'm working, I'm working towards being financially independent at some point. So I'm not there yet. I have some financial security, but I'm no longer, I'm not financially independent. Now, what I would like is that I have some kind of passive income. I mean, great, wouldn't it be great to have passive income, enough passive income that covers my bills, my living expenses, and I choose whether or not, or not I work. So if I wanted to or needed to work part-time because, you know, my health, that's what my health, to protect myself, to protect my health. I could do that because I know that I have passive income coming in. And I do have some passive income. Would you believe that? I do have some passive income coming in each month. Okay? That comes in and I'm not actually doing any work to earn that money. I did the work in the past, but I'm not doing any work now, now, would you like to know how much? <laughs> You're going to laugh. So I, every month, I get a statement through from Amazon. And it tells me that they're going to be paying me some money. And it gets paid into my, directly into my account. Uh, some months it might be 20 pence. Sometimes it's gone over a pound. <laughs> so <laughs> it's pennies at the moment. And it's because I, I wrote some books a number of years ago. I wrote some e-books and I've got a physical book being sold on Amazon. I do nothing whatsoever to promote those books. If I did, if I did, and I do have the skills to, if I did... I could probably earn definitely more than the few pennies that I am earning. But what it tells me is that you can, you can create an income that's coming in, whether you're working or not. Okay, so that's my goal. That's my goal. I mean, when I retire and have a pension, I want, well... I'm hoping I won't have to work. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Although, when I say I'm hoping I, don't, I won't have to, I can't see myself not working. I can't see myself not doing something where I'm contributing in some way. 
where I'm helping people in some way. And that's what I love doing. I love creating um, so that I can help people. Okay, so it's, it's very wet, muddy here. Uh, yeah, so that was my subject today. Talked a little bit about alcohol, my alcohol. Yeah, just, just sort of basic. There's a lot. The story is a lot bigger than that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thought I'd share that with you today. So I hope you're having a good day. I think my routine will change now, especially as it's very dark in the mornings. And coming out and walking in the woods, I noticed that actually is not, I'm not seeing anybody else around. So it may not be that safe anyway. And especially when it's raining, I'm, I'll come out in the rain, but I don't see anybody else. Well, it's in the evening, at this time anyway, a lot more people around. So, and when I did my workout this morning, I uh, so enjoyed it. And I am going to take it slowly. 15 minutes, one body part at a time, and then build up slowly. Okay. I've gone three months without doing any. Okay. Just take it slow. Okay. That's it for me today. You take care. And in the description, I do share that I have got a Facebook group of the same name, Living and Thriving with a Chronic Illness. I am so passionate about helping people to create some kind of financial security in their lives, especially when you have a chronic illness and you just don't know, you don't know what life is going to throw at you. And if you have some kind of financial security, that just takes a little bit of stress off you. Just a little bit. Oh, I slipped then. Oh, I can't pass this muddy bit. Yeah, so, yeah, so I've got this free five day challenge. Yep, totally free. And it just. You know some strategies there that I share that I've used to boost my savings, kickstart my emergency fund, and that I still employ to sort of keep up my my savings habit. It's like a muscle. You've got to keep keep exercising it. Okay, that's it from me. Bye for now. Bye for now.